0: Hello guys, you're welcome to Coronavirus in Africa updates podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for the second episode. Um, The world right now is going through a lot and we are just here to curate the moment, discuss about a lot of things. Um, For us, we want to share and discuss facts, reports and personal stories, yours and mine. Um, concerning COVID-19 in Africa and how the continent is tackling the global threat. My name is Usagi Longe, and I'm here with my co-host, Jibola Lawal. Jibola, how are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. I'm excited to be here again. Fantastic, fantastic. All right, so on this
0: episode, we are going to be talking about the rate of spread in Africa, I mean, uh, concerning COVID-19. Um, jibala wrote a very interesting article i think uh two two weeks ago now yeah talking about picking up the pace in nigeria why there is still hope and how we can turn the tide around um full disclosure he wrote this article two weeks ago so we'd like to know his opinion right now two weeks Mm -hmm. later um actually the unrest three weeks uh uh-huh the unrest that is happening right now in some cities across africa and we would also discuss Conspiracy theories and rumors—that's my favorite part. But, anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to the first episode. We got really great feedback. Um, please rate and review, and also comments as you deem fit on anywhere you get the podcast. There's Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, anywhere you get the podcast. Please rate and subscribe so you can get. Um, and we also put a link in the show notes. Um, that you can actually submit your email address. So if you do submit your email address, you would get this episode right in your email box. And um, as soon as it's published, um, the email address is COVID19 in Africa updates at gmail.com. COVID19 in Africa updates at gmail.com. You could also submit your email address in the link provided in the show notes of this podcast. I guess before we start, we need to constantly break down what COVID-19 is, and also discuss a bit of the symptoms. I think this is important because um, a lot of people don't know, you know. I've met people on the road, of course, six feet away, and we're talking, and they really don't know, you know, what COVID-19 is. They have heard that there's something in the air or there's something, but they really don't know what it is, you know. And if you don't even know what something is, then you might not be, you know, aware of what the symptoms are. So I think is I saw this very nicely put, um, laid out uh, infographic from Al Jazeera, and um, it's here. It says COVID-19 is an infectious disease caused by SARS-CoV-2, a new type of coronavirus detected in China in late 2019. So, um, Jumola, if I'm correct, um, COVID-19 is a strain from coronavirus which has existed um, in the past. This is just a new type of um, the virus, right? Yeah, yeah, correct.
1: Interesting. So funny enough, we the this is why it's called SARS-CoV-2, right? Because there was a SARS-CoV-1. Mm-hmm. If you remember uh, the SARS outbreak, I believe it was in was in two thousand and three, in the early two thousands, and it, it 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 I mean, it wasn't as virulent as this. Part two is, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's been around. We've always had coronaviruses. Um, they have a history of jumping from from uh, animals, bats, uh, pigs, into human beings. So I guess what's also interesting for you is that they, they aren't always, because they're exceptions, but they aren't always um, look out to the human species. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You know the interesting thing? The interesting thing is, you know, the terminologies or the buzzwords that are that are, are synonymous with these, you know, viruses or diseases, rather. Yeah.
2: Um yeah.
0: so when SARS, you know, came it was we all know the full meaning of SARS is severe acute respiratory syndrome, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. in 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 you know, in the health world, it's actually severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus, right? That's the full meaning. So it's yes, SARS yes, yes. cov So, it's interesting that in 2003, when SARS, you know, there was the outbreak of SARS, people just named it SARS. But in this period, people have then gone on to call it coronavirus. Do you you, you understand what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I guess for... And it probably comes from from, um, journalists and media people. It's the easiest Mm. thing to call out... The easiest name to call out. Um, like for instance, Boko Haram is a nickname. Um the much longer name probably has like six, seven syllables and jamatu, wow. blah blah. Yeah. Wow,
0: okay, okay.
1: Yeah, so yeah, so what can the regular layman call it? Is he going to say oh um the S A R S R C O V? No. So it's it's a COVID or a COVID-19 and and so forth, (laughs) yeah.
0: Okay, okay, I get it, I get it. So the data shows that the disease is mild in 80% of patients, severe in 13% and critical in 6%. Um, The most common symptoms are fever, fatigue, dry cough, And some patients may may also have aches and pains, runny nose, sore throat, shortness of breath, diarrhea. Um, In critical cases, COVID-19 can cause severe pneumonia or multiple organ failure and can lead to death. So that that infographic was picked up from Al Jazeera. -Jazeera. Let's um, also move on to some statistics. um, Mm -hmm. As of... April, 12, 2020. Yeah. May I say April is actually you know moving along pretty fast.
1: Yeah, much faster than it, March was.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was just the start of April last week. But I don't know, it's already the <laughs> You know, it's really it's moving really fast. It's moving really fast.
1: Please, I'm um, here for so that. Let's that talk about,
0: you're, you're here for that.
1: I'm here for that, please.
0: Let me ask you a quick question before we go into the stats. What do yeah. you think December will be like? And do you think the word "dirty December" would make any sense anymore?
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, let me see. To be honest with you, the so there's something I learned in in um, in, in in forecasting or in making predictions. Your cone of your cone of um, how do you say, your cone of accuracy is literally a cone. You're able to, depending on the strength of the underlying factors that you're working with, you're able to uh, make predictions or make forecasts more closely accurate to shorter timelines than longer ones. December is is too far away to have any clear unless you want to be making predictions like TB Joshua right and then be like oh you know what there's going to be a december on the calendar yeah but if if you want to be clear and honest it's it's so hazy cuz we could well let me put it this way one thing is clear whether we had uh, the covid situation or not it, we would have had economic headwinds simple so the COVID situation now has only exacerbated it, and um, hastened the decline, for want of a better expression. So I know that much. Yeah, that much you can be almost certainly um, clear. Uh, be clear about, unless the uh, how do you say the God of uh, sixty dollars per barrel comes through for us, or is it hundred dollars per Man. barrel this time?
0: Well yeah, we are heavily praying. The dollar the dollar the, <laughs> the price of oil the barrel is what is less than twenty dollars now.
1: Yeah. So that's a serious I mean, it, yeah it, 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 is, it, it, it is. It it did a it did a big jump with the I mean following on to the uh, the OPEC meeting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, let's let's keep watching that. Some statistics for us to go through right now. The total number of, um, this is across the world, the total number of infections is at 1.7 million. 1.79 million. So it's roughly uh, 1 million, 1. 1.8 million. Roughly 1.8 million.
2: Yeah.
0: And if you compare 1.8 million to 7 billion,
1: it looks and really,
2: that's,
0: really small, right?
1: And that's roughly is that 3. a good way 2%. to look at this?
0: And 0.2% with yeah. the rate of spread of what? How many percent increase every week? Uh, we haven't done the max, but, you know.
1: The thing is, we <laughs> we, we, can't tell for certain yet. Like, So, there's the r not as I say, two months ago, is different from the r naught now. Um, mm-hmm. So, it will continue to change and fluctuate until we can have, like, a... An averaged figure over, say, over four a period or five of months. months. Yeah, yeah. So, and of course, r not changes based on depending on what the spread is like in Nigeria, it can widely skew mm-hmm. the global r not Do you see? So, yeah. Okay.
0: Um, yeah. Total number of deaths 110,000. It's quite mm-hmm. a lot. And uh, total recover, this is interesting 2.68 million. Yeah. This is quite interesting. So a lot of people have fallen sick, but they've also, you know, been treated and you know been sent back home. So if there's anything to look at from a positive angle, this should be it: two point six eight
1: million people recovered.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: and I guess okay, let's move the, on to
2: cases. As far yeah. as good news Go
1: goes, as far as good news goes, we more we are more likely to have had uh, more people that that had it and didn't know. Or that had it and they weren't able to get tested so i mean w- mm. what that then means is where if you get it, the likelihood that you are going to you are going to succumb to it or have a really really bad infection is not as high as you would think and yeah. because of the nature of social media as we see it our access to information like when you have so much information, the extremes of information get um how do you say blown up right so while mm-hmm. I'm not going to be quick to say, "Oh, you know what there's an overreaction there's a re- the, the reaction that everybody has is right. Let's freak out, but however, it's not as bad as your mind is making it out to be
0: okay, okay, yeah. let's move on to Africa. Total number of infected people, 18,381. I want us to sit on this number, right? Mm -hmm. And if the first set of cases were reported in February, I believe, 1st of February, right? Do you you think the continent has, what is this, two months? Roughly two months. That yeah. in two months we've recorded eighteen thousand cases. What do you think the performance of the countries have been in terms of reducing the number of infected?
1: Man, mm-hmm. if you if you look at if you look at the curve that we have and you compare mm-hmm. the curve that uh, say and Italy has, or in fact It's definitely not a hockey stick yeah it's, it's it's not as bad as 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 it was with italy iran um as, it, as it's going on yeah with spain you see even america surprisingly mm-hmm. so like we for some for some yet to be determined factors obviously somebody's yeah. going to do the research and come up with definitive uh, reasons but for some yet to be determined factors which can be anything from um climate to the fact that we don't have as much um interborder travel as all the other countries G.C. Mm. If you yeah mm. if you go on flight radar and you look at you look at the flight interconnectivities it's it's almost like a it's modeled up between Europe and China right and then between Europe and Africa or Europe and China it's, you can still see the lines of the flights going back and forth so, in in this one case and on this one time, it might have actually turned out to be a plus.
0: Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of agree, especially for Europe, you know. Um, because of the kind of relationship they have with the European Union, you can actually just fly in and fly out without any form of a visa. And I think yeah, that so is much. what has kind of reduced um, the kind of flying around in Africa. Because other mm-hmm. than... Um, I'll need a visa or i need to obtain a visa to actually travel. Um, yes. And we're going to put all the, the articles we're referencing in the show notes. I want to yeah. reference an article from africanarguments.org and they have a chart here that shows a steady progression
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, of, of cases. You know, it's just a diagonal, it's almost a diagonal line. So it's very steady. Hopefully it starts to curve back down very soon
2: hopefully <laughs>
0: total number of deaths in africa 2,407 total number of recovered 738 let's move directly into nigeria now total number of infected 318 total number of deaths 10 and uh, total number of recovered 70 For Ni- specifically for nigeria right yeah. Well, let's even talk about Africa before we move on to the infected cases in other countries which we think are very high. Let's just talk about it. South Africa, two, 2,028. Algeria, 18,000.
1: Um, no, sorry. Is it 18,000 or
0: 18? Eight? South Africa, 2,028. Algeria, 1,825. 1, Egypt, yeah. 1, and. Nine, Morocco, 1,617. 1, Cameroon, 820. For South Africa, Algeria, and Egypt, why do they have high numbers compared to the other countries?
1: Uh, I mean, so, one, proximity to Europe, um, trade. Um, mm-hmm. It's... I, I i don't want to make a bad joke but if you look at uh how do you say developmental indexes i'm sure those i mean say for algeria it it almost looks like you're arranging it in order of um uh, who's who has more uh fdi inflows and um, mm-hmm. yeah and standards standards of living indexes so you're looking at south africa morocco uh, maybe Cameroon and Algeria are the outliers on that list. So, yeah. So, it's... I'm I'm not saying it's indicative of... I mean, is it, I'm not saying it's inversely... Uh, it, I'm not saying it's correlated with the level of development and access that mm-hmm. there is to their economies, but the shoe fits. But with that yeah. said... <laughs> with that said, I, I do believe... I do believe it's it's um it it still boils down to the fact that there's a there's there's a lot of movement across those borders Mm
2: -hmm.
1: yeah
0: i guess for south africa um a lot of people in europe going back and forth south africa is uh, you know it's almost like an extension of if you want to call it of some european countries a lot of Mm -hmm. head offices or um, Offices, if they're not busy, to buy their business out of Africa, a lot of yeah. traveling goes on there. Um, my question now is, and we've had this question, we've discussed about this before, but not yeah. at Length,
2: do you think
0: you know, um, cases are being highly underreported, and that's why we have such low numbers in Africa?
1: Okay, so I will, I'll give you, I'll give you, say, a um. How do you say now i'll give you a a personal anecdote so someone i know uh started to experience symptoms right and yeah. they were convinced that they were dealing with um covid symptoms so they tried to make calls to the regular uh how do you say the call center that was really difficult mm-hmm. um so somehow, of course, there's always, you always know, well, most people know someone who knows someone, right? And so they called and some tests, um, I said some testing. So they, they got through to someone who could actually make a decision to, okay, you come and test. So mm-hmm. at the time, the case definitions were clear-cut. So one, you had to, to get tested at that time, and this is what was maybe two weeks ago. To get tested at the time you had to have either a traveled B and been in, co- in contact with somebody who had traveled C yeah. um, you get or you were developing really severe symptoms. Now what that does is I guess at the time they were betting on the fact that there wasn't any community spread GC mm-hmm. but what that then does is you are things like that are going to fall through the cracks. I mean to, to give you a happy ending to this story. The, the said person went through those symptoms self-isolated and started to get better, right? But what if they were not yeah. responsible? What if the worst had happened? Do you see? So mm-hmm. and of course, in, in there's something in machine learning, do you do you want to deal with a type one error or a type two error? A type one error is um a woman is pregnant and you tell her, Oh, you are not pregnant. That's type one. Um a a man is lying down on the bed and he has a big tummy and you tell him you are pregnant, it's not a bare belly, do you see? So on what side mm-hmm, do you mm-hmm. want to air, do you see? And I guess they've, they've, um, they've tried to air on the side of type 1 errors, do you see? And what that then does is you have a lot of cases that will slip through the cracks, simple. So yes, reporting.
0: Yeah, um, my question also would be, for that your friend, has she or he passed any mm-hmm. of those three, you know, checks that you just mentioned? Had the person travelled? Had the person been in contact Oh, yes, someone sorry, like sorry, wrote?
1: sorry. Yeah, so what it was, was, one, they hadn't travelled. Um, they had been on a couple of flights between Lagos and Abuja, right? So ah, okay. it, there, there's no certainty... So you don't know everybody who you were on the flight with or who, mm-hmm. who who was in turn in contact with somebody else who had traveled. But in essence, they didn't fit those case definitions at the time. So and thus didn't get tested. Do you see?
0: Mm, so just, eliminate, just eliminated by not fitting any of those cases?
1: Yes. What, what I don't know now is if they've now reviewed those case definitions now.
0: Well, I guess now because things have moved on and like we were talking about, mm-hmm. you know, the spread was kind of vertical before where you almost yeah. have like a line intersecting with the horizontal line.
1: Now it's yeah. more so, horizontal
0: and the spread is just going mm-hmm. sideways. Yeah. So interesting, it, I, I interesting.
1: guess it's, it's moved it's moved a little bit away from simply being a um, something of a linear uh, growth to bordering on exponential now
0: Interesting I want to quote a an, I was reading an article in The Guardian uh that's theguardian.com yeah says so coronavirus <clears> in <throat> Africa what happens next and in that article they talked about you know underreporting so we say the numbers are not so many the case numbers are not so many is this a case of underreporting and um, there's a quote from a Dr William Hanage Professor of Epidemiology at Harvard. The guy says,
2: mm-hmm. or the
0: doctor rather says, the issues with Africa, like many places, mm-hmm. but even more so, are the lack of testing. however the lack of testing means we don't have <laughs> any secure understanding of the true amounts of infection. We would expect it to be in the early stages now, given that in general, the major metropolitan centers are less connected than, say, New York. Okay? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it says, without better understanding of the virus, of the way the virus operates, such as the immunological or genetic factors that may protect some people, it is impossible to say how severe the impact of COVID-19 will be on the continent. This was um, a note from Professor Tumbi Ndugu of the African Institute of Health Research. He says, we don't yet have a good answer as to why rates are lower in Africa than in Europe or China. One possibility is that coronavirus hits during the European winter and the virus doesn't spread perhaps as efficiently in warmer or more humid climates, which one study has shown. Another possibility Mm -hmm. is that Africa in general has a much younger population than Europe or China. Then he says and concludes... The last possibility is that it may be a matter of time before it hits Africa as much as it hits other places. If that's the case, and we get community transmission in sub-Saharan Africa, at the rate that we've we've witnessed in Italy, we could be staring at a catastrophe. Yep. Which is basically what I feel. Like if we are underreporting or if there's a lot of underreportage which is a result of or as a result of um um, we're not testing enough it then Mm -hmm. means if this thing is really going to hit we're just going to be hit with so many cases or so many people showing up at the hospitals (coughs) right and this then you know is even a bigger problem because how do you start to isolate and quarantine do we have enough quarantine centers and i want Mm -hmm. us to think beyond you know the busy cities in african countries because people are traveling in and out of this city. So take away the Accra, take away Lagos, yes. you know, take yep. away, you know, the, the busy cities, take away Nairobi. They start
1: to look um, at the inner cities Yandere.
0: where you have less hospitals, yeah. you know, where you have less or where, surprisingly, some of the mayors or the governors of this city have taken the laws into their hands and, you know, are... Yeah. Uh, not following the guidelines from the World Health Organization or other, you know, um, other, you know, medical or health, you know, organizations. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a very big, it's going to be like a bomb. It's going to be a very big problem. How can we start solving this problem? Do we need to increase the number of testing? How do we increase the number of testing? Are we going from home to home? You know, um, like how does, how do we start to solve this problem that we... we I, I don't even think people are still considering <laughs> it as a problem. But yeah. that is the next stage for me. That's what I see. That if there's yeah. a lot of under-reporting, what is going to happen?
1: Huh. You've posed a a, um, a... a big question that has been on my mind for the last two weeks. A... I've been thinking about it, sleeping, waking up. Um, Now, the lucky thing is for some reason, I have a certain level of calm that I don't feel anxious thinking about the enormity of the problem in front of us, and which which might be a reason why I can think so clearly about the situation on ground with us and Mm -hmm. you're not going to you're not going to like hearing what i have to say however i've weighed i've weighed well most of the factors not all and i'm looking at things very very pragmatically and it's the very first thing is in trying to solve any problem you have to look at the milieu in which you are trying to solve the problem so let me ask you osage what do you think is the most efficient level of testing that a nigeria can achieve and how what quantum of time can we hit that level of testing in tests per day
0: Hmm. (laughs) um i mean i'm no expert in this case yeah um i don't even know the mode at which we're going to go but i would go with what i believe the government is doing right now which is contact tracing okay Right, so they are tracing people with by you know by reaching out to people who have already been infected who are or who have reported themselves you know who have been quarantined and yeah. they're asking them or asking these people who are the people you've been in contact with most times yes. it's been people are I mean it's been their family so if it's your family mm-hmm. I'm going and I'm testing your family then I'm also testing everybody your family or each member of your family has also been in contact with that's yeah. what I'm sort of doing
1: okay. that's what I, that's what I'll say. Okay. So, numbers-wise, would you say 10,000 a day, 20?
0: I'm seeing it definitely in the thousands, right? So, if you're looking at... If you take Nigeria as a sample set, right? I'm looking at Mm -hmm. it in the thousands. Um,
1: Okay.
0: This is probably... Well, testing or contact tracing?
1: No. Contact tracing is another conversation in in testing. Testing yeah
0: i don't think i don't think i'm not sure um <laughs> can we test more than a thousand
1: a day that's a lot yeah I, I i mean i believe um singapore at some point was doing a hundred k a day well, i don't think essence... you can do 100K a hundred k that's a lot a hundred k a day
0: means Easy. you have you have a hundred k a day means how many people can you test if you if you work as a health worker and your shift is from eight o'clock and you're okay you're doing twelve hour shifts right and you have one hour mm-hmm, break or mm-hmm. two hours break within? How many yeah. people can you test? How long does a test take? Let's start from, from that.
1: So so what it is is you would you would um, somebody takes the swab right? The real work mm-hmm. then goes into um, so you you take a swab you tag the swab. And then, of course, depending on the kind of test that you that you want to take, is it an antibody test? Is it a serological test, and so forth? Right? You get your results in how do you say? So some it's in three days, and I think we even have thirty-minute tests now, right? But mm. yeah. So in in essence, it um, if of course, if you plan the scheduling well, if you do okay, um. 5,000 medical uh, employees taking um, 100,000 tests in 50 locations right you'd you'd mm-hmm. be able to come around to those numbers the reason i asked you is i asked you that very very specific question is to lay out what the milieu we're dealing with is now one like i was telling my friend um, and yesterday it's that we're looking at a singular problem and we've seen different ways to solve it, right? The Chinese Communist Party came at it from the angle of Big Brother, right? Um, mm-hmm. Singapore and Hong Kong came at it with laser efficiency and super testing and fantastic technology contact tracing, tracing. big mm. thumbs up, right? Um, Germany came came at it with German efficiency. Po 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 po, right? Um, England and the NHS. Hi. Right. then of course then there's America. So America <laughs> is taking the. <laughs> the... <laughs> oh my God! Forgive me, Your Highness the Queen. Uh, then there's there's mm-hmm. America. Yeah, then there's America coming at it from there. Of course, they are radically individualistic. Um. Approached things because there isn't a lot of uh, brain cells and brain power in their White House, so it's mostly people who are the entrepreneurial, the um, billionaire, technology oligarch, yeah. <coughs> Gates. <coughs> Do you get? So, but <laughs> so, what is the Nigerian approach to it? What is it?
2: Hmm.
1: What is it? What I is it going know. to be? I
0: don't know. Uh, what is it going to be? I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I actually don't know.
1: Because <laughs> I don't know. Guess what? If you if you got me to sit in the room with with the folks from MTN, Etel, Glue today, right? We could fashion out. Yeah. We could fashion out a contact tracing um, platform in in nine hours, right? And I'm saying nine hours of ideating um, prototypes. Um, Of course you do your you'd you'd obviously have to do your integration why because the platforms already exist guess what It already yeah but
0: i i guess the problem is i guess the problem here would be in countries like china and even the us right there's a full database of everybody everybody's accounted for you know
1: um was this whole
0: thing of oh why can't the billionaires just send people money there are only 35 million (laughs) bank accounts you know there's it, too many people are below are under the radar and cannot be accounted yeah, for. I We don't even have proper data so, on what impoverished areas exist, or who are the poor people, or who are you know, you know how you know you're just people segmented in different classes. We don't even have that data. So yeah, yeah. to build a so, product, I, I mean, you would then have to think of no, of, so a, of so rolling out the product on on you know.
1: Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Right? You have maybe sixty-five. Correct me if this number is wrong. We have maybe 65 million phone lines in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Is that correct, or close enough to the truth? I, right? I, I... So, so we have a more accurate representation of people with phone lines than we than we do with um, financial inclusion. But as Yes. Funny enough, eh? I guess that's even a conversation that would come to you later. What I was trying to illustrate to you really with mentioning and um, working with the telcos to do contact tracing. And building something, yeah. Exactly, building something, right? But <laughs> what are we doing now? What we're using the telcos to do is to send an NCDC message to people, good morning, good afternoon. Really? So in essence, mm-hmm. ed- to ed- educative, answer...
2: Educative, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, you get. And I mean, I have my thoughts on the level of um, awareness or that difference between awareness and education. But hopefully we'll come back to that a little bit later. But in essence, what I'm saying to you is that we, we need to, and I'm guessing we'll come to it when we talk about my post, but we need to, one, revise our expectations and thus revise how we would be thinking about solving the problem. Simply, Simpliciter.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Um, So what's in the news now? Um, The governor of, uh, if I believe this is, Governor Ayadi, that is the governor of Cross River State, has actually said that uh, asked civil servants to return to work after sharing, you know, face masks.
2: So he's saying
0: there's a, there's a, I don't know what he's calling it, there's a whole thing, no, no, no work, no, no mask, no work, you know, policy. They want to distribute great, masks actually. to everybody, you know, in in the in the States, right? But he's also mm-hmm. asking people to just resume to work. So do you, see, because see, bro, it, like, like, States need to work. Stuff needs to happen, right?
1: Yep, 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 yep. You know,
0: because if there's a further shutdown and nobody's productive and nothing is happening, it's even a bigger problem, right? So do you think... Because I saw a lot of people, I saw a couple of people arguing about this. Do you think this is no mass, no movement policy actually makes sense?
1: Yes, it does. It does. And I mean, yeah. So you're preempting me a little bit because... That was what I was going to, that's the conclusion I was going to, well, and other more gruesome stories. So I guess we'll come to that. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's, it's a good idea uh, because, so again, like I said earlier, we have a singular problem and different countries, different governments are approaching it differently, right? So America has mm-hmm. shut down, Nigeria has shut down, um, <clears throat> Italy has shut down, right? But then you have a Sweden, is this Sweden or Norway now? I believe it's Norway that has simply chosen not to shut down.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. And their belief is that the, the, um, the state of things is such that they, they are able to, to handle it. And that they're pretty much choosing not to cut their nose to spite their face. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, So four nurses in isolation have been... Yes, Sweden. Okay. Yes. Four nurses have been put in isolation in Lagos um, after the death of a coronavirus patient at Lassoot. I don't know if you read that thread of uh, a woman who... Who delivered a baby and then was tested for you know coronavirus and she had it you know um my my own what i saw from this story is the danger health workers actually have yeah if you know we do not um, or if they if people are not handled properly or people come to the hospitals because people are not going to these isolation centers first right they actually you know, going. They actually going to
1: hospitals. Yeah.
0: Then if these symptoms, you know, match the symptoms for coronavirus, then you know they are handed over to the isolation or quarantine zones. Now, do you know how many doctors and nurses will get in contact? i exposed. These
1: yeah. I mean, funny enough, yeah. the woman and her baby is not the only case that we've seen of people not being honest about their uh, travel history. I think more mm-hmm. recently, the I think maybe four medical workers yeah I, I believe it was I believe it was four that got exposed and then the person the person that had the uh, the situation is dead now wow yeah I think it was this guy was reporting on it um I think he, is his name showing but the guy who went undercover in the Nigerian prison system that journalist Fisayo yes Fisari. Yeah, Faisal reported on it. Wow. Yeah, in inquiry so, state.
0: So, how my my question here is how do how do we save our doctors and nurses and our health workers because I believe they have the most exposure.
1: Yeah, and they are they are our last line of defense. the this The simple way to do it is. Naturally, because of this situation, they are going to get overworked, right? So we need yeah. to allot the first thing. Oh, before even PPE, one we need to allot their time with wisdom. So this means getting people, getting medical personnel who are who are retired, bring them out of retirement, mm-hmm. getting medical personnel who either are uh, in the process of getting their licensing or this one is a little bit tricky and who are in the process of getting their licensing or haven't gotten their licensing yet or is uh, a little bit out of date you need all the hands you can get on deck. i mean look at what i believe it was massachusetts in america did so they are graduating year of medical students So they made the option out that, look, if you want to just skip forward to graduation and join the fight against COVID, you can opt for that option. Instead of sitting at home waiting Mm -hmm. for school to continue. Do you see? So we need all the hands we can get on board. Just as importantly, we need to protect them. This is like protecting your, your, your king on the chessboard or protecting your your queen on the chessboard because Mm -hmm. the second you have a collapse in your medical personnel, right? You won. So let's scenario one people um, medical personnel start to drop off and die. It reduces the morale in the others Mm. and Mm. then they, they lose concentration. They can't give their best, which is why I was, I made it the very first thing in the first place is to have more hands on deck right, and focus those hands, protect those hands, the third um, leg of the stool is to make it worth the while of those hands. If these people are working and they of course, they they obviously didn't choose this profession because they wanted to be billionaires, right, they actually have a heart for what's the word, um, giving value and saving lives. So thumbs up yeah. to that. But something I've always believed in is that Yes, let people be able to give value, but for for God's sakes, give them value in return. That somebody has chosen to save the world does not mean they should die a pauper. Do you see? Or that they feel that the their only mm-hmm. reward is in is in being able to how do you say give value. If if you do that, you are not going to get the best out of hundred percent of people. So by all means, I would happily pay. All of the health workers five times what they are currently earning. I'm not joking. For whatever for however long this period is, if that's the only thing but just, that I do for,
0: just a month ago, they, they almost some some doctors almost went and health workers almost went on strike because they are not being
1: paid. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you have all of these billions that have been com- um, contributed to the trust fund. Take mm-hmm. they, are, they, are, they are going to steal it anyway, but actually do something sensible with it. Offer them 5X what they are getting now. See everybody who signs up. Do you see?
0: There's more motivation.
1: Yeah. So it's it's not even just motivation as much as let it be one less. And it's it's one of the things I've learned in, in putting together teams and working with high performance, high IQ talent, is that usually when you are high performance or high value talent like that, Money is just one other thing in your balance sheet, right? But take mm-hmm. that piece off the table and see how people bring their best for you. You'll be shocked.
0: Interesting. Yeah. In other news, Buhari says President Buhari, that's president of Nigeria, says um, the lockdown will remain as long as necessary. This is very interesting um,
2: yeah, because is. I think
0: we've been, we've been in lockdown for two weeks now,
2: I believe. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's been two weeks, two weeks now of lockdown. It's 14 days. And if we do continue the lockdown, what are the upsides and downsides to this? One upside is we flatten the curve. So we reduce the rate of the spread. Um from people who already have the disease and have not been isolated or quarantined, rather. The downside Mm -hmm. of this is (laughs) our economy, right? Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: Number one downside. Yeah. The economy.
1: I agree with you. So, again, maybe I'm preempting myself a little bit here. I'm saying pull back. Guess what? I'm the one who wrote the article. Shut down hmm <laughs> and, <I'm saying, laughs> and i'm saying pull back the shutdown here's why one pull back the shutdown because if people don't understand the purpose for anything they are not going to use whatever tool that is properly and that's just a simple truth and i'm i'm at the point that mm-hmm. i was coming to earlier i was like look there's a lot of awareness everybody's talking about Koro. koro, 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 koro. but there isn't actual understanding of the situation that we're in and this is a failing of the people that matter it's very difficult, I realized that. And in trying to mentally solve, okay, so how do I communicate the need to stay at home to a woman who sells tomatoes in Mount 12? And mm. it took me maybe two hours of sitting and thinking, and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. And I realized that it actually is really, really difficult. But once you are able to get past awareness and into real knowledge transfer, you are able to correctly use a shutdown, and as it is right now, we're not correctly using it. As a clear example, go to Lekki Expressway Phase One. Um, so round, um, first roundabout, second, third. You see, you clearly see it. Like, who are we deceiving, right? So of course, there's there's third mainland empty as a graveyard, there's um, Ozumba empty as a graveyard, but then people are still moving around. Then you go to the slums, Bariga is almost like Christmas and everybody's at home. And then the people are talking, interacting with each other. And there's no sense of, oh, we are at war. But guess what, that will change in two, three weeks where people start to see their neighbors dropping off like flies right and and, and you're predicting about, that will happen uh, now that we have community spread now that we have community spread in the most populous local government in in lagos mm-hmm. yeah it's only a matter of time the only how do you say the only unknown variable that could work for against us is is the rate of spread in in um in high temperature areas, and guess what? It's not even—it's neither here nor there, right? Because we're now entering into the rainy season.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Everywhere is everywhere is wet and moist. Yeah.
1: posture sure, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're still, we're still talking coronavirus, guys. <laughs> don't, don't, don't mind you, ask. All right, so the the downside of this... Yeah. So we talked about the upside reflecting the curve. The downside is the economy. Um, well, yep. then the ripple effect of that is unrest. And I know it's a topic we're going to jump in, a separate topic, yeah. but that's just a note that the, another byproduct of you know the downturn in the economy is the civil unrest that will happen because people will be hungry. Um, people a lot of yeah. people make their money on a daily and if they don't have access yep. to you know money then they would start looking at other means of getting it. Yeah. Okay the fourth news here is COVID My COVID nineteen might attack the brain too. Um Jibala, you want to shed some light on that?
1: Yeah so I mean there's there's this uh, article in in mediums elemental and pretty much they are they are exploring the possibility that uh, covid19 might also so there are rare cases right so some some studies that are being done show that there's um, encephalopathy in in some patients but uh, at the moment it's still at the level of maybe one in say a hundred and stuff like that but it's a distinct possibility and of course it's mm. it's one of those things where um <laughs> bad news is is the coolest thing since sliced bread because well because of not coolest things since that's bread. that's not a nice thing to say is it's easier to spread bad news than good because of the kind of information heavy age that we're in yeah mm-hmm so i mean there, there are random cases in which uh, people have exhibited um brain swellings or inflammation in the brain right which is which is what encephalopathy is and so some have had um, brain swelling some have had uh what's this thing called uh, seizures and strokes but they they are they are still not at the level at which we should be so so worried yeah so the the rest of the article just goes into the possible pathways that uh, covid can make its way from its its home in the throat and the lungs to say the brain and the blood brain barrier
0: and have cases i mean have there been reported cases of this
1: yes a couple wow yeah but like, the, all right, um... yeah,
2: all
0: right. So, uh, we're getting bad news. It's almost like, uh, for every good news we get, we get, we get two,
2: two, two pieces
0: of bad news all the time. Anyways, yeah, let's yeah. let's jump into our topic, right? So the rate of spread in Africa, I think we've come we've yeah. already discussed this, you know, when we're talking about, you know, yes. um when we're dropping the, the stats mm-hmm. on the numbers. And we're saying compared yeah, to yeah. Europe, the spread isn't that fast. Why? We've already said it's under reporting. Um, when will we know under reporting is happening? I think that's the, the, the second question. When will we actually know okay, things are being underreported? Is when you have a lot of cases going to local hospitals, right? Yeah 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 and what is also the nature of africans what's also the nature of africans Uh, you know if you have a cough you have a cold now you have medications are people readily going to exactly right people are going to self-medicate how many people have health insurance how many people actually go to the hospitals compared Mm, to how many people self-medicate then is there a stigma you know is there a stigma around coronavirus are you are, are people also scared you know, to actually go and quarantine? You know, these are questions, right? If you have, if you're a parent, right, and you have, I don't know, if you, okay, if you're a parent and you think you have those symptoms, do you isolate yourself or do you say, does religion play a big part? And you say, (laughs) no, I'm good, you know, you call the name of God you worship and you then infect every other person (laughs) in the house, you know?
2: And And this is where I
0: think education really needs to come into play here. Two ways. The first way is charging people to do the right thing. So it means yep. if you develop, you know, please do tell people and you know submit yourself for testing. I think that's the first thing. The second yeah. thing, I'm not too sure about it, but it's all—it's not bad if you actually do things. Somebody has is coughing. Your neighbor is coughing, <laughs> right? And we do. not You know, we always have those neighbors—they like, are coughing or sneezing oh, too much, and you're hearing it in the next compound. Mm-hmm. right please call the necessary call these numbers to come and get that guy to be tested <laughs> i think it's also a very good i'm serious right, right now we need to test everything because community uh, spread is the worst no, that can no.
1: happen <laughs> True. Osage, that's 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 uh, what's I think that's stigma i swear <laughs> no it's it, that's no stigma that's no stigma
0: <laughs> if you hear somebody coughing in the next compound Call yeah. the cops. Call somebody to come and test that guy. Oh, <laughs> we've gotten multiple reports that there have been, uh-huh. you know, heavy amounts of coughing in this compound. Yeah. Can you person? Can you guys please submit <laughs> this person who is coughing? And so we can. We just want to test him. We're not taking him anywhere. We have the kids. Everything is here. You know. We just want to test. And if, what if the guy turns out positive? I think at this point, yeah. to reduce community spread we have to as a community charge
1: ourselves
0: you know that's my opinion anyways
1: yeah so so the thing is my thoughts on it my thoughts on it are on a small level i got to experience the i'm no social scientist right so my my kudos to all my chairman out there but so on a on a very very small scale i got to experience the sociology of of um suspicion of being infected, what it does mm-hmm. to to your to your own mental health when you think you are infected and you don't know for sure, and I what woke up one be... day
0: with a tingly <laughs> thing in my throat. In your throat, oh out. my
1: god! <laughs> yeah. I was freaking
0: out, and I think I just had something the other day that just caused it. But
1: oh I wow. out. See, you guy, know? so like, so what happens in the mind of the people that, let's even say somebody that you care about. So, we we'll start in a family setting, right? So, your wife coughs in the middle of the night, right? Hmm. And you you immediately reach for a face mask, and then she wakes up in the morning and sees you wearing a face mask. How is she going to feel? These are things that... Can you see? Can you see? Can you see? Can you see? So, <laughs> no, but I would like to you,
0: right? My wife had... Uh... My wife had a... My kids, I think one of them had like a cough, but it was just a regular cough. He yeah, had started before. But I was freaking out. Okay. I was freaking out. You know, then <laughs> my wife was also ill before, way before. Then yeah. I think she just had a cold or something, right? I told her okay. to breathe in for 10 seconds. And she looked at <laughs> me very surprised. And I was like, no. You hold your breath for 10 seconds. If you can't hold your breath for 10 seconds... We're gonna yeah. lock you up in a room.
1: And, then it, oh my! You know, goodness. but that's me. I'm very pragmatic. You know. So, but but I'm sure your wife wanted to stab you in the nose. Like, what's this guy saying? What yeah, it looked get... like a betrayal. God bless you. So, like, if I won't... and this is something that I kind of saw firsthand. Like, so I would said, but well, what if you have this thing and the energy I got in return? I was like, oh maybe I should not have voiced out that thought. Do you understand? Mm. So it's then on the flip side, how do you then feel when you feel like you have it but you're not sure? And then everybody around you starts behaving funny. Um you a a a singular bathroom is assigned to you. Um mm. okay, Osage, don't leave your room. Don't stay around the children what effect does that have on your mental health again these are things that yeah. god bless you so these are the things that i've been thinking about the last couple of weeks i've gotten like some kind of preview into what it looks like and what our response should be so if we then um scale it up on a meta scale societal level like First off, because of the level of education and the level, the general level of IQ, I keep quoting this thing. I hope it's not wrong. But the, apparently, if you Google it, was the average Nigerian in IQ is 84, right? And it's because of those two factors, right? The likelihood that there will be... You're laughing at the, the likelihood I, I, that... I, I,
0: I giggled. I giggled. <laughs> I'm giggling it,
1: actually, right now. The likelihood that there will be stigmatization and paranoia yeah. on a meta scale is very, very high. That in itself is an, is on another level. And you know, we've I don't know if I mean we saw some cases with with Ebola, we saw some cases even back then with with HIV. Fun stuff HIV really offed 30 million people. Hmm. Did you know that?
0: That's 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 a big number,
1: man. As mental. So in essence, like we saw some of that, like um people getting lynched because they had Ebola or people or fantastic. Even with Iran, like there were mm-hmm. there were there were people from like Some people had license plates from the most affected region in Iran, and they went to the next city, and their car got mobbed, and and burned to ashes. Yeah. So, those are the kinds of things that, I mean, religiously, why Nigeria is a a lot similar to Iran than it is to, say, Saudi Arabia, even though there's a Sunni Shia difference. But Mm -hmm. the way the way we hold religion is the same way people people in Iran hold religion, right? And that kind of thinking um, extends across the board. So, you again, these are the things we also need to be thinking about with respect to getting um, knowledge transferred across the board to the people who matter. The funny thing is, you and I have access to a boatload of information, but what about the people who are simply on... What about the Facebook people, the Maryland people? No disrespect to the Naryland people. Um, mm-hmm. The Insta blog people. Uh, how do you get the cogent information? One, two, get them to make... Because guess what? If you are lynching somebody who has COVID, you've already written a letter to COVID yourself. Unless maybe you are PPE and... Because
0: <laughs> the person is probably crying and spitting at you.
1: Do you see? Yeah, you get... So, you even come in contact with their blood. So, like, yeah. It's just... Mm, It's a... I guess maybe we would eventually talk about the mental health um, angles to to all of this. In a subsequent episode. Yeah,
0: we have to. We have to. So, let's break down your article. You published an article on Medium three weeks ago. It's called With COVID-19... Picking up pace in Nigeria, they still hope that we can turn the tide around. What is the context of that? Yeah. Can you break
1: it down for us? So the context at the time was, I felt that we had missed the bus with closing the borders, right? So mm-hmm. this, was, this was something at the time that we could have gotten ahead of. If we had tried to shut down, as at that time, this is three weeks ago, we would have still been dealing with The people who, um, who the how do you say the people who had brought in the the foreign cases pretty much. So what the idea would have been would would have been to a very very easily a one shut down the borders maybe do one week right. You don't even necessarily we wouldn't even necessarily have had to shut down economic activity. But it's like I said in the last episode, it's trying to create you create a closed system. So, in creating a closed system, is one of them saying people shouldn't come in, right? So, at the point of entry, what you then do is okay, you guys welcome. You are going to isolate at your own cost at a quarantine hotel. So, you can you can buy out a um, co hotel, you can buy out Lagos Airport Hotel. Let me not buy it out, but shall I rent it out? It. After all, they are at, they are who, at the most like at the cost of the traveler. So okay. if you can't afford it, if you don't want to do it, we we'll deport you back to where you are coming from, even if you are a Nigerian wow. national. So how far pony up? Yeah. Look, in at at a societal level, you are looking at the well-being of the whole. Mm-hmm. So decisions like that, you have to you have to be very very um straight-faced and calm and clear-cut with it. So you'd. Of course, you can subsidize it, right? The, the the hotels are going to hemorrhage money anyway. So you can you can have the, oh, yeah, you guys come. Oh, yeah, last, last, right? Then you get the hotels. They can do 1,000 a day or 2,000 a day for a co-hotel, right? And then the their cleaning staff, all of them, you train them well, provide all the PPE that they need. So at point of entry, you have rigorous Data gathering, what does that mean? Yeah. Anybody who is coming, you're coming here in Nigerian national. Guess what? Fuck that form that the import port health form that you're getting people to fill. My form will have only two things: your name and your BVN. No BVN, no entry. Come this way, we're taking you back. So, guess what? And at the point of entry, there's BVN verification. The easiest thing in this world, okay, maybe not the easiest thing, but the there's a BVN API that you can plug in into an interface. Type, type in the BVN, you boom, it pulls up the number. Sorry?
0: I want to argue with you there as per BVN, but again, I understand the context in which you're speaking. You are saying most travelers would, most Nigerian most travelers, travelers would. would have a BVN. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: at that point, at that point, what if you're a foreigner? What if you're a foreigner? So very good. The foreigner would, so the foreigner would be made to isolate at the embassy of their country for that period. So maybe no extra cost to them. So it then becomes the responsibility of the country that they're from. Then, Mm -hmm. of course, it has a caveat. So would now be brutal and would send everybody a warning and say, "You guys." If we see one person from your country that is positive, <laughs> yes. Now, if you see one person, I'll lay everybody out, you deport everybody
0: from you, your country guess what? or or coming for your con- coming from your country.
1: No, no, that that is a that is a citizen of your country. So if somebody is say a Nigerian, okay. you get well. The person would mm-hmm. already be in the quarantine hotel, but a foreigner would so the a foreigner would have the choice of staying at the quarantine hotel or staying at the embassy of their country. Yeah, see? so yeah, so that's all. So already that's data gathering for contact tracing at one level. So you have airtight contract tracing for the people that you need their BVNs, the foreigners, you if they are, if they are, how do you say, if they are. If they are quarantining in their country's embassy, awesome. Their country will be responsible for them. Yeah. If they want to self-quarantine in our quarantine hotels, they are welcome to. Of course, they, they would have an eye on them. Number three is that I would have I would extend the self-quarantine period. And it it, it alarms me when everybody keeps saying two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. It is two weeks after you started showing symptoms if you are showing symptoms so ideally the mm. the blanket of time should for safety should actually be three weeks okay yeah so i would increase the increase the blanket of time for people to quarantine to three weeks right so that is securing the closed environment and then you ramp up testing ability. So that was the context in which I was mentally working with at the time. So we had missed the boss for creating a closed and, environment. And,
0: and and three weeks and three weeks later what what changes or what would be your approach now? So your I guess we discussed your, about your,
1: it, you know. Yeah of course. So that's what yeah, so funny enough you you'd still have your membrane in place, right? But guess what then mm-hmm. happens? You are not shutting down trade and travel.
2: Mm.
1: Do you see? You're not shutting down trade and travel. Why? Because you have a membrane in in place, almost like a hermetic seal that you filter who is coming in. So everybody who gets past that hermetic seal, you can be almost certainly sure. Unless if the person kept the coronavirus inside their shoe. Mm-hmm. They are <laughs> they are jigged, they, they are they are good. And healthy. And guess what? You'd you wouldn't have to grind your country to a halt. So I felt we'd missed that boss. The next step would then have been, okay, so shut down the country, freeze everything, right? Now, with um so we can borrow a leaf from oncology. So how does when you want to when you do radiotherapy or you do or you do chemotherapy, you are in essence trying to kill cancer cells, but also killing your own cells at the same time, which is what we are doing with the shutdown. Very, very simply put, if you, if you are looking for an analogy to use, that that is exactly what it is. And it's... it's it, In fact, let me even... So there's futurists... There's... there's um, futurists believe that, oh, you know what, um, at some point, we'll be able to cryogenically freeze people who have mm-hmm. um, maybe... Uh, aggressive cancer. So we'll be able to freeze them until such a point as we have the cures for those cancers and then unfreeze them and take care of them. So what we try to do when we shut down the country, plenty English, people say bending the curve, blah, blah, blah. It's trying to hold one variable constant, right? And that's the rate, rate of spread while doing something else. Now, doing something else is... That was the subject of the article. So, for me, doing something else would have been to, one, ramp up your ability to test. Two, Mm -hmm. ramp up your ability to trace contacts. Three, the people who will lose by not going to work, give them something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you give them something that keeps them at home and obedient. So, if you if you're able to test, you can guess what? If you're able to rapidly test, you can you're at war. You need to know where you're so you have an you're at war and you have an unseen enemy. If you are fighting with the invisible man, you you just keep punching in the air. Or however, if you get a bag of flour and you throw it in the air, suddenly you can see who you are fighting with. That's what testing does for mm-hmm. us. GC. Yeah. So you freeze everybody in place. You know what your where your hotspots are, you cordon off your hot spots. So let's say, like the now, we have Alim- The hot zones. Sorry? Yes, your hot zones. The red zones. So
2: yeah.
1: Yes, the red zones. So say you have an Ali now. You have community level spread at Ali So rather than shutting down the whole of Lagos, everybody in Ali can't go to work. Right? Hmm. And then the rest of Lagos can go to work. Now, if you want to. If you want to, if you have the kind of efficiency that the Chinese and the Singaporeans have, then you can then give um, bracelets. Oh, you are in green, you are in yellow, you are in red, right? That's up to you. But if you want to, given the context that we have, we have crude tools, we have crude processes, we have, God forgive me, crude people. So whatever solution that you want to offer has to be Occam. Razor type of solution right so freeze the country freeze freeze the entire milieu first find out where your problems are then freeze those areas then choke out the spread and then you can gradually open up so you open up the other areas that you can see from your own um tableau maps that okay you know what okay so lecky is fine and victoria island is fine um it's your size okay which in this case
0: which in this case would have been the places that had the first set of uh,
1: God bless you Jesus. So, yeah so
0: okay.
1: we're actually closing so, okay.
0: off those places first
1: yeah and and because of because of social mobility except in cases where you have um what do you call them now domestic help the Mm-hmm. the the abilities the daily social mobility is not very high like unlike the the new york subway where you'd find someone from wall street and a maid on the same um subway car you are unlikely mm-hmm. to find somebody who lives in lucky phase one and somebody from akonjo in say the same brt bus Mm, it's, a, it's a
0: bit. Maybe at the same office because most of the head offices or the major so, companies
1: are yes. all in one. So likely, government. likely at the same, likely at the same office, right? But because yeah. you would have already closed off, or you'd have already cordoned off the hot zones, so the people who live in yeah. the hot zones would not come to work. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Interesting. So
2: okay.
1: that was. So that was my. Okay. Let me let me wrap up um, the. The post so of, of course in shutting down you are you are going to disenfranchise people right so and this was the very very common um refrain oh you can't shut down oh most of the people in Lagos they are daily earners blah 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 guess what are we not are we not mm-hmm. finished the second week now while it would be callous to say I did that right but people did not believe yeah. that we would go through these two weeks without. Do you see without um but arrest. if i may
0: if i may if i may respond to that i will respond to that by yes. saying
1: we've already seen mm-hmm.
0: unrest happen in ogun state
1: so in response to that the unrest we saw happened that happened in ogun state ha, um was from actual or um how do you say actual criminals who mm-hmm. anyway if you ask people who live in those areas were robbing, they just became more emboldened by okay, you know what, everybody's a sitting duck. The real, yeah, um, apocalypse movie has not started yet. It hasn't happened yet, it hasn't started yet. You push your cool down, don't worry. Your estates, you should do meeting. I've told you, uh, Osage, do meeting <laughs> whoever doesn't have court class, give everybody court class, okay? But, um, on a more serious note, so. And Lagos State bungled it. Guess what? They could have, if, if they were, and you know, for me, this is this is how you know these politicians don't rate the people that vote for them. If you want, if you wanted to do legal vote buying, this would have been yeah. the moment. If Jagaban cared about the people of Lagos, right? Apparently, he sometimes calls himself Eko. So he's about to sleep. Ah, Eko first soon right? If he really, really did... So, yes, he donated money from his current account to his savings account. Congrats, Baba. But if these guys really, really <laughs> cared about the people that voted for them, right? This would have... Mm-hmm. Any spending that they, they they had in their war chest for 2023, they would have rolled it out last week. Flood Oshodi. Flood um, Ali Mosho. Flood shomulu, flood yaba, rice, jam, tomato, beans. But not beans with weevils like they've been sharing. Mm-hmm. Give the poor people, let them eat. Guess what? If you give give them, you know you are going to lock down for a month. Give them food for two weeks and chill. So it's the sweet spot between, ah, but they gave us food now. And ah, they didn't give us anything. Unlike what we've done where we gave a whole... St- not we. They gave a whole street of say 300 homes, one ik of rice, what's that? Like, hey God, if mm. Lagosians don't stone their politicians in 2023, I, I don't know, there's no hope. Like the insult doesn't get bigger than that. So they botched it. And guess what? We have the capabilities to be able to do that. All they had to have asked for is, hello, um, President Kovic, please give us people from Nema, specifically the ones that work with food distribution in Bono State. Ladies and gentlemen, Mm -hmm. sit down. How do you do it? You feed 3 million people in this state. Is it 3 million? Yes. You feed 3 million people in this state every day. Show us the way. They would. They're happy to. Because guess what? They even want to leave the Northeast. They're tired. Because those guys have been able... They've already had the
0: experience with um, feeding displaced people,
1: understanding how it works. They have. So, between NEMA, between um, the folks of the Nigerian army, I know I usually never have anything good to say with them, but their logistics... Chef Mm. case. They have a handle on the logistics of that food distribution in Bono. Now, of course, yeah. there's always the Nigerian factor, right? But when they need mm-hmm. to get things done in the most extreme of circumstances, not even as extreme as the one we're dealing with now. I mean, the one yeah. we're dealing with is not even as extreme as the one they deal with. So have a three- yeah. Yeah, of course. Have a three-way orgy between NEMA, LASEMA, and the signates of the Nigerian army within NEMA and see what happens. Yeah. You already know where your people are. You already know the rough numbers of the people where they are. You have schools in every LCDA. It's not it's not that difficult. If you need um, the assistance of of um, security personnel for that list, there is um, what's the website of nfcdc there. There's and guess what? You could have they could have deployed this in one week. One week feed the people. They will sit down at home. Nigerians are not stressful like that. You'll see that. home, um, give them food, try, and give them light. Hey, your lockdown, you you won't even do more than ten days. So people just need that was, just, people just need that the was, basic the
0: basic amenities.
1: I swear to God, where we're at now, um, three weeks later is the purpose for which a a lockdown is relevant is mm-hmm. is lost so we're just like somebody whose cancer is metastasizing and you are still using chemo so you are suffering pain the cancer is not reducing and Mm -hmm. when you can just use morphine and die a sweet death it's unfortunate but yeah
0: okay um yeah we've done well over one hour and 20 minutes yeah at least over an hour and we still have like two topics so i suggest we cut cut out these two topics and we record it in the next podcast which
1: in the next one yeah 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 yeah. tomorrow
0: yeah
1: okay we drop
0: this one tomorrow we can record the next one tomorrow um guys Mm -hmm. thank you so much for listening i hope this has not been very um (laughs) negative we try. We keep it positive. Um, Amen. But however, we have to discuss the problems. We have to discuss, you know, what is going on. We have yeah. to. We have to have these conversations, and I'm glad that we we are having these conversations. Um, please stay safe out there. You know, stay at home. If you're going to the groceries, you're going anywhere, please just wear a mask. Super wear important. Mask. Wear gloves. You know, wear gloves. I don't wear gloves, but once I get home, I have like a bottle of soap i have um a -hmm. bottle of gin and i have a bottle of hand sanitizer so i kind of do all that before i get inside
1: because i don't know i feel like
0: me wearing gloves right yeah yeah yeah. Yeah? so almost ethanol ethanol basically
1: okay uh
0: so i mean i don't have like the bottle of gin i poured it into like an empty dispenser kind of bottle a nice. you know like one of the hand sanitizer bottles yeah, yeah it's not like the gin it's just out there like a bottle of gin and after i finish was, washing was my hands with it <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> okay. no
2: Okay, no no no. fair enough
0: so because i just feel like if i'm wearing the gloves right i i if i'm wearing the gloves and i feel i'm touching something i'm going to touch the steering wheel of the car i'm going to touch the gates when i'm opening it so what's the point yeah you get so I feel mm. like, okay, all I need to do is just wash my hands very well. I wear the mask. and So far, so good. I'm not coughing yet. Mm? Fair enough. So I'm still alive. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. But guys, please, um,
1: <laughs> thank you for listening again to Coronavirus Africa updates. Jibola, you wanted to say something? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to say that you sound like you're trying to convince yourself.
0: No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying to convince <laughs> you. <laughs>
2: yeah I think i'm, I'm we, good i'm I good mean, i'm good i think
1: I'm good. as a as a as a patting shot though in spite of all the doom yeah. and doom that i brought into this episode it's a lot of gloom I, I and believe doom. believe yeah, i'm sorry <laughs> but I, I believe it's worth it's worth mentioning that we one everything you see is not as bad as you think it is that's the first thing the way our brain is designed mm-hmm. is such that it um it beams up bad news and it down regulates good news that's on the one Mm. hand on the second hand is a lot of people will get it but as we've seen with the numbers so if you line up 100 people it's six people out of 100 Uh, i mean even though our minds are not able to properly grasp probability and randomness very well but what are the yeah. odds? You may think that you have really, really bad luck, but what are the odds that you are the you are, you are that one guy in six people out of hundred <laughs> that would yeah. need to be intimidated in see? So that's that's something to um, that's something to look forward to. There's also a little bit of hope in the experimental underlined procedures that seem to be cheap enough. For people in Africa to be able to have access to, instead of yeah. waiting for so long, you dig. So, um, I mean, this the last piece of optimism may, may not be very, very well founded in, in how do you say, in fact. But there are people who believe that
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: an out there was an out there was an outbreak as far back as October 2019 into mm-hmm. early this year. Yeah, and there are also people who believe that because we've had to deal with malaria so much, and that yeah. we don't have um bad flu seasons like that, it may not be as mm-hmm. it may not be as bad as so, bad I mean, as
0: cheer up. We will, we will, we will try to yeah. cheer up. We will try yeah. our best to mm-hmm. to, to cheer up. Anyways, guys, thank you so much, Jibala, Thank you so much again for yeah, being this again um I, I wouldn't be able to 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 do this podcast without you so thank you so much for taking the time yeah man hopefully Thanks for we having release we we'll release episodes more regularly hmm? yep hmm. Mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully we can even awesome. record tomorrow and because we still have a lot to talk about we have like the unrest to talk about we have to discuss some conspiracy yeah. theories let's do it in another episode but guys if you've <laughs> listened to this thank you so much um please you know drop your comments Um, Anywhere you you listen to the podcast Please read and review or subscribe as well So you can get the notifications And please send us your You know what you think Send us um, if you have any personal stories If you want to report somebody That you've been hearing cough in your compound Or you know close to you (laughs) Please send it to COVID-19 In updates at gmail.com We'll be sure to read it out On the next episode Or contact the necessary um, security agencies as we did mm-hmm. So thank you very much. Jibs, on the next yeah, episode,
1: man. we're going again. Stay golden. Thank you. Wash your hands.
0: Stay safe. And wear a mask. Wash your
1: hands. Wear a
0: mask. No, no, no visitors. Hmm? No, visitors. <laughs> no visitors. Everybody stay in your house. No quarantine. No visitors. No, visitors. no No, 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 What to relance this quarantine radio
1: to keep yourself <laughs> uh, occupied yeah (laughs) all right oh my goodness all right man cheers